Hey there, Kelly here, and we're doing something a little different, special, and if I'm 100% honest, lazy. If you've followed me for any time, you know that I am not a fan of perfection. I believe in taking action. But between writing my new book, Fit, Active, and Ageless for Life, and planning and leading a slew of adventure retreats, I've been a little bit overwhelmed this quarter. So I dove into our podcast episode bank and pulled out some of the all-time favorites about two to three years ago. So if you're new to the podcast, well, enjoy these brand new episodes. Or if you've been listening for any time now, and you're anything like me, you've slept a few times, so these might be new to you too. I'm just kidding, but I do promise if you re-listen, you're going to pick up on gems from our guests and clients that you might have missed the first time around. Enjoy. You're listening to the Fittest Freedom Podcast, and I'm your host, Kelly Howard. I've been in the fitness and outdoor adventure space for almost two decades. Today, I'm known as the motivation and adventure coach. I help smart, successful women and a few guys navigate the space between mindset, motivation, and movement to move away from self-doubt and to learn to embrace their inner athlete. You already know what you want to do, and I bet you have a pretty good idea what you need to do. Together, we can fine-tune the details and create the steps you need to get moving forward. Think of me as your shortcut to a life of fitness, fun, and freedom. I'm so glad you're here. If there's one thing that I would love to eradicate from all of our vocabulary is, or from all of our thoughts, is the thought of, well, what if I'm going to hold them back? What if I can't keep up and everybody has to wait for me? And I hear it so much, and I've been there myself. And I just wanted to put this into perspective because it just, it's something that I think stops so many of us from trying new things or going out and doing stuff that we want to do because we think that either we're going to hold everyone back or we're going to embarrass ourselves because we're going to be that person that they're all kind of hanging out waiting for me to show up, right? And this is a funny one because I've seen it so much. And here's here's my perspective. I just want to I want to get this out of anybody's head that might be thinking. So here we go. I'm on a, a moonlight hike recently. It is dark, dark, dark. Um, it's full moon. We do have uh, we everybody's got flashlights with them, and you know the, the moon is actually so full that we can do most of the hike without even having the flashlights on. And I'm leading, and I've been on this trail before, and I'm not really thinking, right? I'm not thinking clear, because I'm just having a lot of fun, and I'm out there just like tramping through the woods, having a big time, and we stop to regroup, and I notice that there's someone who's in the back, and she hasn't been on one of these hikes before, and she's got that look. (laughs) Even in the dark, I can see the look, and the look is like, oh my gosh, I'm dying here. I can't keep up. I don't know what I'm doing out here. And so I thought, you know what? I'm going to drop back and chat with her. And so I got someone else to lead the hike. So I'm back there and we're just doing the hike. And it's it's a fairly moderate hike. And when you add the dark to something like that, it amplifies everything. It makes everything a little harder because you can't really see where you're going. And um, you might miss step a foot and slip or something. And and so it's, it definitely makes things a little harder. And we're talking and she said, 
I went to Glacier last year, and I ended up not doing any of the hikes because I didn't want to hold my husband back. I was like, oh my gosh, no, you went to Glacier and you didn't go on any of the hikes. She's like, no, I'm slower than him, and I just didn't want him to have to wait for me. And she said, in fact, tonight I shouldn't be here because I don't want you guys having to wait for me. This is, I'm really embarrassed. And what I pointed out to her was, like, we were literally 15 feet, 20 feet at the most, behind the rest of the group. It wasn't that big a deal. And it made me think of all the times I've had that same thought. And usually for me, it's been cycling. Because I have lots of friends who are cyclists who are really fast. They're really good. They race, right? They're triathlon, triathletes. They're doing Ironman like they're they're at the top of their game. But I'm embarrassed because I'm not riding at whatever they're riding at, zero mark mark 30 or probably not quite that. But I finally got it in perspective one day because I'm I'm struggling, like I'm struggling to catch up with everybody. They're all up there and I can see that they're stopped. They're all up there, they're stopped, they're waiting on me, right? And I'm struggling as hard as I can get, to get there. And I finally get there and I'm embarrassed, right? Because they've been waiting on me. And then it dawned on me, like they've been waiting on me for five seconds, 15 seconds, call it 30 seconds. Like in the big scheme of things, that's nothing. It is nothing. And what was happening was I was doing something that I normally love, but instead of loving it, I was hating it because I was feeling I was feeling less than, right? I was feeling like I wasn't as good as everyone else because I wasn't. I mean, really, quite frankly, I wasn't. So, but instead of just like enjoying the ride or getting out there and doing the things that I love to do and just know that, you know, it's not going to kill somebody to wait 15 minutes, 15 seconds, 15, probably 15 minutes. I'd feel a little bad about that. But, you know, it's not going to hurt somebody to wait 30 seconds for me or whatever it is. And it's no different with anyone else. If you think about it, like if you're out doing something and you're waiting on somebody, you're probably not sitting there trumming your thumbs thinking, oh, I wish they'd hurry up. They're five seconds behind me. But when we turn it around, and this is what I really want everybody to think about, when you turn it around and it's you, it seems different, right? It seems like, well, we should be able to keep up. And if we can't keep up, then we shouldn't be there. And I would love more than probably anything I do, if I could eradicate that idea from anyone's mind that might have it. Because what that idea does or what that thought does is it stops us from doing the things that we want to try. It stops us from being the person that we want to be. It just stops us. It stops us in our tracks. And it's probably, I mean, you know, there's lots of lots of reasons, right? I mean, when we're kids, we don't want to be the one that, like, gets, I was the kid who was always the last one picked at dodgeball. That was me. You know, we don't want to be that person. We don't want to stand out as the person who isn't as good as everybody else. And the truth is, is that, you know what, there's lots of things. There are so many things in life that you're better at than someone else. And then there's so many things in life that everyone else is better at. So it just doesn't matter. But when we're doing so many things that are active or fitness related or outdoorsy or whatever you want to call it, it just like 
triggers. It just triggers people. And I just want everyone to not be triggered. Like, if you can't, here's another, here's another one of my thoughts about this, is that if you're not pushing yourself, like if you're always the person who's up there waiting for everyone else, then you're not pushing yourself. Like, you're not finding people to try and keep up with. You're not, like, pushing out of your boundaries. You're not pushing out of your comfort zone. And that doesn't work really either. So so think about the fact that if, you know, if what's holding you back from doing certain things is that you are afraid that people aren't going to, you know, that they're going to have to wait for you, then just give yourself a little grace and go for it. Like, do the thing that you want to do. I'm sure you've heard me tell this story before because one of my favorite stories in the world is that a number of years ago, there's another hike. I was leading a hike and it was a bunch of people. So all these people showed up and then this lady showed up and she's kind of in the back and she has a cane and not a trekking pole, not hiking sticks. She has a cane and she's, so I went over to talk to her, see if, you know, what was going on, because I want to make sure she was okay. And she said, well, I'm not going on the hike. I only came here because I wanted to dare myself to at least get to the starting point. But I can't keep up. I'm not any good at this. I've never done it. And I don't want to hold everybody back. And of course, (laughs) no way am I going to let her have gotten to the starting point and then go home, right? That's just like, you can't do that. So we it worked We worked it out, right? I had some people who stayed back with her. They gave her a hand when in the difficult places. We did maybe a couple of more regroups than we normally would have. But you know what? Even the regroups were nothing. No one noticed that we were waiting on people because everyone's so much, I'm sorry, everyone's like having so much fun. They're all chatting. They're doing their thing. And no one's thinking about the fact that someone might be in the back. And she got through that hike. It wasn't, it was hard, okay? I mean, I could tell that she was working. And I could tell that it was hard. But I could also tell that so many people had rallied to help her. And this whole group was like cheering her on. And when we got to the end, like her life changed. Like her life changed. What she went from was somebody who just was hoping that she could get to the parking lot and feel proud of herself to that doing that to someone who actually finished this hike, something that she really like didn't believe she could do. And now she'd done it. And what was next? Like literally what was next? So this year, uh, I don't know how long ago that was. I mean, I, I'm going to call it five, seven years ago. It's been a while. This year, I'm on Facebook one day and I see a picture and it's her with two friends it's her birthday. She's at, mm, I'm, I'm going to have to make this one up. I, I don't remember exactly what park she was at. She was at a park and it was a well-known park. It might've been Yosemite. And she's standing in front of the sign with this big grin photo with her two friends. And they just finished a major hike. And she's been doing things like that for the last few years now. So she went from that person who just was hoping that she could get herself to go to the parking lot and think about doing something, but she would never have done it because she knew that she was going to hold everybody back and she didn't want people waiting on her, to someone who was out there on her own, 
with her friends doing these major hikes. And and I will tell you, I mean, she's she is not a spring chicken. I think this might have been her 65th birthday, 66th birthday. So that's amazing. And that's what happens when you just do something. You just don't really worry if you're going to slow people up a little bit. You don't worry if your husband's going to be faster at you when you're hiking the hike or if, you know, people are going to have to do an extra regroup or two or maybe extra stops. It doesn't matter. It just doesn't matter. Only thing that matters, and we will definitely talk about this some other time, but like the only thing that matters is that you have done the things that you need to do so that you're taking care of yourself, right? And I mean, those are the the simple things. You've you've got your water, you've got your snacks, you've got you know, you've got your layers, you've got you know the things that you need to have. So that's on you. But after that, just getting out there and doing it, and trying it, and doing it again, and trying it again, and keep on doing it, and push yourself a little bit more, and push yourself a little bit more. That's what's going to make all the difference. That's what's going to go from want to dream, right? From wanting to dreaming to doing, from, you know, thinking that something is impossible to actually getting out there. And like, I mean, even for the moonlight hike, if you think about it, this is something she'd never done before. And when she got done, she was grinning. Like you could see the grin. Even in the moonlight, you could see the grin. So... Please, next time you think about not doing something because you're afraid that you're going to hold people back or you can't keep up, just be upfront. Say it. Say, you know what? I may not be able to keep up with you guys, but I will get done. And then go for it. Just go for it. And in the meantime, drop me a note. I want to hear, like, I want to hear what you did because you weren't worried about not being able to keep up or about people having to wait for you. Because if we can eradicate those phrases, think of everything that we can go do. So thank you guys so much for being here today. Have a wonderful week and I will talk to you next week. See you. Bye-bye now. Thank you so much for staying around to the end. I truly appreciate you. I have a question. Have you picked up your copy of my new book, Fit, Active and Ageless for Life? In this book, you're going to learn to go from maybe I'll start next week to achieving long-lasting fitness consistency for a lifetime. Part one is going to help you understand how to change your approach to your fitness so it doesn't feel like one of those all or nothing options. Part two gives you the exact step-by-step formula that I use that allows me to do everything I love to do from waking up refreshed and feeling great with tons of energy, to biking, hiking, kayaking, and paddle boarding, and so much more. This is also the plan I use to help clients to create their life-changing fitness. And part three is going to teach you how to get and stay motivated, to find and create accountability and community, and to keep moving forward even when you don't feel like it, because it happens to all of us. So you can find the book on Amazon by simply searching for FIT, active and ageless for life or go to fitisfreedom.com forward slash book and you can grab it there and by the way there are some very cool bonuses that come with your book that you are not going to want to miss and here is what one reader just wrote to me i saw myself in so many of the stories my fitness and outlook on my future has changed so much that my friends are shocked 
and I'm ready for more. More play, more fitness, and more fun. Thank you so much. So there you go. Grab your coffee, enjoy, and I will see you next week. Bye-bye.